matter who you are, where you are, what your choices have been, and what karmic timelines and contracts you have journeyed, the light is calling for the reunification of all aspects of life in this realm now. It is calling for the cleansing of all polarities. It is calling for the rising of all sacred heart centers now. All are being summoned home to the greater light now. And welcome to Whole Soul Mastery's Live Well, Live Whole podcast series. I'm Marie Muller, and I'm an author, intuitive, and the host of these podcasts. And I'm back again today with Jonathan William, and we're going to be talking about a lot of things because so much energy is flowing through many of our experiences. Some, many of us are riding the crest of some serious waves in our lives. And as a global humanity, we're experiencing a level of quantum change, the likes of which our mental minds can't quite wrap their heads around and yet we're all experiencing it. And no matter where you are in your awakening process, I would say that everybody's aware of something is changing. And I wanna welcome you, Jonathan. I'm so thankful that you're joining me today and I, I know that what we bring through together here and we trust the unfoldment, that we're gonna be speaking to things that are really gonna resonate with people and touch their hearts at a time where there's a great deal of uncertainty and there's a great deal of change and challenge and, and growing into something new and having to trust what we can't see but feel it inside. And for me, I just wanna see it in this podcast as we open this up today, that I keep feeling this energy of alchemy. And you are somebody who's written about and you know, a lot of your work that you do with clients is around alchemy. And I just wanted to you know, invite you to share with me today some of the insights that you're having around how you're seeing that play out in your life and the lives of people you work with. And, and also I wanna see it in this conversation that we're gonna talk a little bit about the fast system of healing that you have developed out of your own call to growth and to rise in your life experiences in recent years. So, so welcome and, and let's talk a little bit about that. I'm, I am sure you're feeling these waves of change. Yeah, thank you, Marie. Thanks for having me back. I'm just like really excited to be back and doing this again. It feels like we were just doing this yesterday. I know, right? <laughs> It's like time really does have no bounds. Um, yes. Yeah, it's a, it's a shaky time right now. And it's really important for us to find that inner balance, that inner compass, uh, whatever that means to us, um, to find our footing really uh, by using practices, by using our devotional tools that we have, by connecting. Um, and as you were speaking about these uh, changing times, I, I was feeling like my, my solar plexus chakra is really fluttering. So I think it's really important like for people to really feel into this, this chakra right below your heart. Um, it's a very powerful center where energy comes into your body and you can direct that energy 
towards towards your life and if you don't it sort of just sits in your your abdomen your your belly and can cause all kinds of like tumultuous feelings like butterflies in your stomach so i was feeling that very powerfully as you were speaking um so what's the next step so you you feel that you get that energy flow it's like a rush right and we were speaking about water um yes and the flow of water this flow of emotion you use alchemy and and the way that we look at alchemy is is for personal transformation using our intention using the tools that we have the tools that we learn along the way to alchemize to transmute i see the 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 beautiful butter uh the dragonfly. dragonflies behind you the transformational energy of the dragonfly so you transform that energy uh using your intention so like to, to bounce it back to you yeah exactly and it's interesting that you brought that up uh the dragonfly because we are here to to spread our wings you know in a lot of the transmissions over the last few years and especially this last year there's been a lot of energy around the precipice this precipice of change and recently I was speaking with somebody, you know, some people don't even know they're at the precipice, but they feel this incredible pressure, right? Something's pushing them into something more, right? They're being, you know, pushed to the edge of something and they know, they, they whether they consciously know it or they unconsciously know it, it's like our wings are ready to unfurl and and yet many have their toes gripped around the edge of that precipice. It's like, no, 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 you, you know, you, you can't make me grow. And yet we forget that that's an impulse of this world. We forget that the impulse is towards creation, right? And when an old paradigm, which I think it's, this is our language, your and mine, and many listeners, is that an old paradigm is crumbling and falling away at a collective soul level. We all we all remember this, but at a human level, especially with the veils of forgetfulness and separation, we forget that we have these wings. And so it is this powerful time and there's a lot of emotion uh, around that. And depending on how skillful people have been at keeping those emotions at bay or keeping them tamped down or muted down it's almost like these energies that are flooding our world right now aren't allowing for things to be suppressed and repressed and so i think that's why many of us have this precipice feeling we know it's like many of us have an awareness that things are changing and the world and the systems that we've counted on, you know, that we've relied on for organizing mass, you know, groups of people, you know, humanity, the way we understand, you know, you, you go to work and you earn an income and you pay your taxes and you, you know, tend your home and, you know, we, we go to school and we do all these things that are like this, this linear type living. And part of the precipice that we're leaving is stepping more into quantum living. And I think that's the transformational process that at least to me, the dragonfly represents is that we're leaving linear time. We're leaving the way, the structures that have organized us, including our understanding of time. And that means we're being liberated from the prison 
of and the imprisonment and the enslavement of time. When we work, when people work during the week, we we work for a certain amount of hours, right? You get paid hourly or you get paid a salary, but the expectation is a certain amount of work during the week and hours put in. I think what we're all feeling is the structures that have governed us and organized us and that have helped to make sense of this crazy world in some ways. We can't rely on those old structures. They're falling away and COVID, as much as there have been many negative impacts on a lot of people, there have also been these blessings that it's clearing away this false allegiance we have to these structures that are really no longer working. And I don't even know if they ever worked, but they, they were instituted in this realm for a certain period of time to organize human behavior. Mm -hmm. And now as these rising dragonflies, as these rising quantum beings who are sovereign and free by our nature, it's uncomfortable to be to see the bars or the prison gates released. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I don't know what the metaphor is. It's what's that phrase about? I know why the cage bird sings or something, but I my partner worked in the prison system for a very long time. And so I know I've heard stories what it's like when they, you know, you you think that all somebody who's been imprisoned or has been an inmate that they want is they want to be free again, right? And then sometimes when we open up the bars, right? And we were released from that experience, it's it can be a little daunting of yeah. like, and I think we're in this in-between time. I think that's what I'm ultimately trying to say here in this segment is I think the jail cells are opening. We're on the precipice of this great change. And yet if we were honest with ourselves, there can be a level of anxiety or a level of trepidation or overwhelm and stress because we don't yet know where we're going. We don't yet know what the new creation looks like. And that's where having tools like you're talking about, you know, you, you've you developed some things. I know we mentioned in the last podcast, your Pyramid of Presence book. Um, I'll put the link to that in the description section, but you also have this fast system of healing. And maybe we can talk a little bit about that sure. right now because yeah. having a spiritual practice is part of what grounds us in new territory and a new quantum terrain when we can't quite see where we're going and how things are going to change right in this epic way but the spiritual practices help to give us vision it helps to give us clarity and grounding in a time where we can't quite see when things are changing at such a rapid pace it helps to give us that day-by-day -day stability to, to move towards a common goal um, the metaphor about the, the jail cell, it's like if the, if the cells are immediately open and, and you're not ready for it, it's going to be jarring. It's going to be, you know, you're going to walk out into the light and it's just going to be super, super uncomfortable. Um, but if you're, you're working daily and you're, you're really doing that inner work and, and listening to those impulses that you were speaking about, those impulses are, are the teachers, you know, they're, they're guiding us to a certain uh, destination little by little. And when you trust in that process, these, these footsteps become illumined. Mm -hmm. you, you, could, you start to see the illumination in front of you of these footsteps because you trust in the process and you ask and you, and you take those little steps day by day, you show up. Mm -hmm. So I think it's really important to, to approach it gradually. 
um, in this massive time of acceleration because uh, it because it really could be jarring. So yeah, let's like speak about. Can I just say one uh, thing? Yeah, there. absolutely. Because what you also talked about, what you mentioned before, was that inner compass. And that's becoming really important. And, and I just want to say to our listeners is that the reason you and I have, in some ways, the confidence we have, and I don't know if it's confidence, but it's kind of that sovereignty. We're tapped into a higher power beyond what our linear minds can perceive and conceive. And I think that's because we know we have these inner resources. We have that inner compass, that navigational system that in these shifts right now is trying to realign us with the true divinity codes that always guided us. But in this time of separation, we couldn't feel that compass like that. So we had to develop these outer maps. We had to develop these external compasses that would tell us where we are instead of us just knowing from the inside out where we are and where our feet need to move and how we need to flow in our life to align with perfection where we're meant to be and what we're meant to be doing. So I just I just felt that energy of the compass too and these spiritual practices that we're talking about that's something that fortifies us and and um, strengthens that inner navigational system. It's like we're we're facilitating and nurturing that communication system. And it's just like anything, if you stop, and I'm, I, I want you to keep going, but I just wanna say, if we say there's somebody in our life that we just stop communicating with and 10 years go by, 20 years go by, right? You have to oil those gears of the connection of the communication again. And I think what we're talking about, and you're gonna talk some about, is a, some spiritual practices and some awareness that we could carry within that's part of cultivating that inner conversation with that higher guidance system, with that navigational system and that compass that you were referring to. I, I, I absolutely cherish that in my awakening process, in some ways, as hard as it was, it required that navigational system to activate, awaken, and become more present and active in my life. And I think that's what these times and these waves of change are calling forward, is that we do are nurturing these abilities and these, um, you know, this inner guidance system. And so yeah. please, please share, share a little bit more about Yeah. That. Yeah. What, what I get, it, it really is a cultivation of, of presence. It, it really is all about presence, right? Um, I do Reiki healing and, and the fast system healing and for the energy to flow, you have to be completely present mm. really. You, you, and, and, and have that, that part of allowance that, that trust that, divine energy is flowing in you and through you for the highest in the highest activity for the highest good but i find that to be completely present is to, is to feel and to use the um the visualizations the images you know so i use the, the visualizations of the flame so if i'm doing a healing i'm using my hands say i'm doing a, a hands-on healing I'm, I'm holding somebody's heart just say i'm, I'm like this I'm, I'm feeling my hands completely in presence and I'm allowing that energy to flow. And while I'm doing that, I'm also visualizing green flames from my hands, saturating the person's heart center. And then as you're breathing, breathing is so important because you can, put, you can you know, work with the divine energy in a symbiotic relationship with breathing when you're in that flow. 
And you could use the breath to bring forward the visualization of the flames as well. And what I like to do is when I breathe, when I breathe in, I'm connecting. I have my tongue on the roof of my mouth because I'm connecting with my mind as well. Your tongue is connected with your heart. It's actually the second thing created after your heart. So your tongue connects your mind with your heart to create the crystalline mind, the Christ mind. So when you're when you're doing a breathing practice, it's so important that you have your tongue connected with the roof of your mouth. And you know when you find the right place, it's it's a magnetic feel. If you put your tongue on the roof of your mouth, it just kind of latches there like it's magnetic right and you can just try to find it um and then always breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth and as you breathe in you're really you're letting your belly expand it's it's the buddha belly is what i call it you're you're really you're really letting you know and that's why they show the buddha with the large belly because they're showing that he's filling his vessel with Mm divine breath with product yeah so you're filling that reservoir with divine breath and then so that's expansion that that's if you were to put that into a concept that would be breathing is you're expand you're actually expanding as you breathe in so you're expanding your your abdomen and the tongue connected with the roof of your mouth that there's a little pause between the in-breath and the out-breath and that's what I like to call, if you put it into a concept, that's momentum. You're connecting with the momentum of God, the, the will of God. Mm-hmm. So in, there's a slight pause. You're connecting, you're, you're latching onto that momentum. And then as you breathe out, you're just allowing it to flow. You allow the energy to flow. And that's extension. If you put it into a concept, that's extension. You're extending the healing energy of God, the grace of God through your breath. And as you breathe out, you can see this as green flame energy and, and have it blanket the person so that it, so that it hugs and nurtures their being and it permeates where, where it needs to go. So that's sort of, um, that's a, teaching, visualization, med- meditation practice, breathing practice, I like to teach people. And it's, it's very simple once you, you connect with these concepts and it, you, you feel them and you, you begin to embody them in presence, the more you practice and connect, it takes time. So interesting what you said about the heart's the first organ and then the tongue, right? And I've never heard that before. And and putting your tongue on the roof of your mouth and therefore connecting like the, I never thought about it, but your tongue then is a bridge in this mechanism of, of this conscious breathing and making this integrated connection just in a single breath, how we can connect in that way. And in the same vein, I also felt, and we don't have to go too deep down this rabbit hole, but the energies of censorship through time where the tongue and our speaking, our speech, right, has been suppressed in some ways, more than likely to also interfere with this divine connection, right, where the heart is giving these divine instructions to the mind. So if we're not conscious of the breath and aligning this core breathing tube that is very creationary and alchemical, then 
the mind is rogue, right? Yes. It's, it's out yes. there in linear time. And, you know, over the years, I've gained a lot of compassion for the ego mind that, um, that when it lost its connection, it is running around, you know, in, in kind of a anxious response and, and, and either trying to control um, its experiences so that it can at least preserve itself and secure its safety because it feels like it's on its own. But when you just go back to the simple technique that you just talked about, Jonathan, where you do make this conscious breath and it takes seconds, if maybe a few minutes a day, but the gifts, like you said, are exponential, that belly breathing. I can't tell you how in my own life, how powerful that is. And when you have a practice like this, at first, it might feel like, oh, I have to go do that thing. It, it, it becomes a to-do list. It's something you have to do. I tell you, it's not long before it's something that you have cellular memory, that if something's stressful, a wave of some tension comes through your day, right? An interaction with somebody, something in traffic, some email you got in your inbox where it's tough news or you're going through something. It's amazing how you can fall back into that beautiful conscious breathing process. And now even me, I'm going to just pay more attention to my tongue magnetically connected to the roof of my mouth in this bridge, right? Marrying that 3D mental energy with the higher dimensional frequencies and knowing of the heart. It sounds so simple and yet it's so profoundly mighty. The, uh, the vine works in very simple ways. So this is how you know you're, you're, you're receiving divine impulse, divine impetus is uh, it's never convoluted or confusing. Right. Never. It's always very simple and it's always very foundational. Um, and this is what I teach. I don't teach convoluted, confusing concepts. I, I don't go to my mind and start bringing forth a whole bunch of knowledge. I like to connect people to these, you know, foundational truths of their being um, and connect them with their own I am presence. That's really what we're all you know, moving towards is cultivating that relationship with God, um, i.e. your own God presence, your, your I am. So that, that's what I like to help people do. And it's very, it is very simple. <laughs> it is. It is. And in the simplicity, we're soothed. Like all the things that, that had us, um, that nervous tension, you know, and I'm starting to call some of that right now, I've referred to this in some podcasts, interdimensional stress. I think there's a plethora of that going on because we are sensing this level of change, but it's amazing how like that soothing, that, that seamless connection can be, and we're all breathing every day, right? Yeah. And, and we don't have to consciously breathe this way all day. It's like just paying in for a few minutes in very consciously in this way, pays like cosmic divine dividends to all of really us does. like we're investing in our energy field and our energy field blesses us throughout the day because we took that few moments yeah it, it, re it really does there's a, a symbiosis between you and the environment when you cultivate that relationship and when you when you show up and you do these practices on a daily basis they then they then walk with you they mm -hmm. walk with you throughout your day so You'll find yourself in the car on the way to work. 
you know, doing that breathing technique, having your tongue in the roof of your mouth as you're driving, you know, you're not, it's not distracting. You're just breathing. You're still, you're actually more focused on what you're doing because you're bringing in fresh prana. You're awake. Yes. And it, we yeah. haven't said this, but prana is more than air. Yeah. It, it's infused with a, a, a life force that's higher oxygen, right? It's higher frequency too. And, um, and I think we, a lot of people who are new to this concept think, okay, I'll breathe in and out and I'll do what they're saying. It's important. I just want to see it in people's awareness that it's, it's when you actually breathe consciously, you're activating a higher level of oxygen, which is this life force giving prana, yeah. this life force giving energy. Yeah. And it's important uh, um, to have that emotion behind it. Right. Mm -hmm. So in, in your last um transmission the, the noah transmission you spoke about receptivity mm. receptivity is so important it's to be in that emotional state of receptivity as you're breathing it's like becoming a magnet and pulling in the prana or the the light energy that's that's really abounding in the universe and it's your conscious attention yes through intention that you that you pull this energy towards you through magnetization. Um, and it's the breath of love that draws the light to you. Right. And when you're literally filling and being nourished by that energy in that um, toroidal energy, that, that, um, that vortex of energy that our energy fields truly are, when you're breathing in this way, you're literally summoning in matches to that good energy, matches yeah. to that goodness. And think about any of us that's been, when we have been stressed and we haven't had this consciousness or we get stressed and for the moment we forget that we have these techniques, we have these practices, there's tension. It's like we're breathing more and more shallow. We're breathing from our chest, chest breathing, yeah. which a lot of people by default are in that cyclical pattern of just chest breathing, which is not the fullness of life. It's not the fullness of this prana life force. And it's amazing. That's what we're talking about is how simple this is. But the ego almost dismisses simplicity and says, no, it has to be hard. You know, uh, to get the life force I need, I have to do this, 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 this. And you're right. Like the divine design is, has made this so simple. And if we, part of this ascension process is allowing ourselves to receive the simplicity again. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, a, and another very simple way to become aware of these inner truths is to to use your hands. So you, you have five fingers on each of your hands. I have a fiat, it's called the divine victory fiat. So in the name of five times five times five, in the victory of the divine, I declare that I am heart flame power. It's a very quick fiat that people can use. So, you know, five, five digits on each hand, five times five, there's five letters in the word heart. So that's where you get the five times five times five. Your left hand is connected with your heart. Your right hand is connected with your mind. So you have heart, power. And when you put them together at your, your heart center to create that pyramid of presence at the heart, when they come together, you create the threefold flame, which is love, wisdom, and power and perfect harmony. So when you declare that fiat, 
in the name of five times five times five in the victory of the divine, I declare that I am heart flame power. You're using the declaration of the I am, the spoken word. You're using a visualization. You're using a posture, your hands. You're bringing it all together with the, the emotion of receptivity. And this is called the empowering quartet. In my book, you can read about the empowering quartet and how to work with these tools of creation that you are, that are you, that you're connected with. So that's a very simple way. And if anybody wants this practice, I have a printout. They could just email me through the website, alchemicalaccelerations.com. I'll send them over the PDF. And it explains the practice and uh, guides you right through. It's a very, very uh, simple one to use. And yet it's so, so helpful. I think, I think another thing that comes up for me when I feel people in this process, you know, we all know that we're at different stages of this awakening and this ascension process. We're all in different um, awarenesses of the rising that's happening. But there is this feeling that as the old tools are failing and, and beginning to fall away, you know, some people are more aware of that than others, but at some level we're aware that, you know, the way society was working, it hasn't been working the past year, right? And I think there's, when you rise in the awakening process and, and some of the old tools, that, the go-tos that we've had are also aren't working, right? Yeah when 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 more traditional um 3d uh coping mechanisms are failing yep. right the things that we've used before oh gosh i don't i don't i don't get the relief that i was seeking we we begin to summon in new tools that feed and nourish us differently and the two of the ones that you've talked about today right there it's like a whole other level of life force that many people haven't even known that it can be that simple and and you can like you said you can walk with these energies they're like companions in the journey they become friends if you will yeah. um you know things that you summon in and we need higher vibrational tools in this bridge process in this rising process because before long most of the tools that we used in the old ways in the old paradigm are no longer going to work. They are going to be inoperable, right? They just aren't going to work anymore. And the blessing in this bridge time is to begin to cultivate some of these things. And you have such an amazing way, Jonathan, of, of creating um, and languaging these tools in a way that it, it is so accessible. And you're so generous. Thank you for the offer. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a it's a translation that I've that I've worked with for a while. It, it it didn't come so easy in the beginning. It was it was a struggle. But you know, just like these practices, if you you know you may you may do it once and not feel anything and say, oh, this you know this is not for me. You know, just just keep coming back to it every day. It takes two minutes. Try try it again. Right. Feel feel this connection between your hands, your fingers, and your heart. And just just sit with that and over time you begin to feel more energy flowing in because you're allowing it you're showing up you're you're saying yes you're saying yes i want i want this right. and when you when you show up daily and you do that you know and, and when you do this you're not seeing everything right so it does take a 
a grain of faith. You're not seeing that, you know, there's ascended and cosmic beings that work with you. There's guides that work with you. When you call upon the certain flames, the sacred flames, there's, there's specific ascended masters and cosmic beings, uh, angels and Elohim that work with these energies. So you're, you're summoning them in, you're, you're asking them for help and they're, they're ready, willing and able to help. Mm, they're so ready and willing to help. And just, just the mere, like opening the door a crack with that, giving yourself permission to say, I'm, I'm willing to have a new experience. I'm yeah. willing to be nourished in a different way. I'm willing to have a new perception and a new awareness. And I'm willing to give myself this permission. It's part of that receptivity is the first step to that is also being generous with yourself of like giving yourself permission. I almost want to say giving yourself permission to let it be easy because the ego is so used to because it has had to fend for itself you know, it knows that this has been a very complicated world and a very scary world on many levels. And so it is a generous act. It's a generous gift to give ourselves, to let ourselves have a very easy, smooth, you know, accessible experience. And it doesn't have to be hard. And the ego's like, this doesn't work. You know, <laughs> nothing's happening. Yeah. You know, I didn't all of a sudden get, you know, the magical things that I wanted to manifest in my life. Yeah. I see it, you know, they, they do it for two minutes and say, this stuff doesn't work. That is so a statement that the ego would make. Like, yeah, well, how, how much good did that just do you? You know, <laughs> <laughs> right? You just wasted two minutes, right? It, these the, really, yeah, these really erroneous thoughts of the mind that are not connected with the heart that, that tell you all these things like yeah it's not working or like you said it you know you have to put in a tremendous amount of work to get anywhere in this world you gotta you know push 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 your way through you know my, my favorite one and I hear people say it and I just go you know is that I'll, I'll sleep when I die no I'll, I'll, sleep, I'll sleep when I die you know I'm just gonna work my life away and I'll sleep when I die and it's no, that that's that's right. not the pathway. That that's a a pitfall. That's a pitfall to your own liberation. It it is, and and that's really somebody who's speaking from this place of they're aligned with it being hard, or they're aligned mm -hmm. with with um with with not giving themselves that life isn't about beauty and ease and nature and nurture. And it's not about this kind of grace that you and I, I, we both are very tapped into it. It's why we can speak about it so easily. It's just coming through the two of us. And I know a lot of people listening do know this feeling and this is just an affirmation for them. And and I, I think what's so beautiful about what we're exchanging here and what we're sharing is is this reminder sometimes we just need to i'll hear things like what you said about the tongue i didn't quite know that that's the second organ and i hadn't really thought about it as a bridge like that connecting the mind and the heart but now that you said that that's activated in my awareness and it's just something i'm going to consciously call in mm -hmm. and even if i was to forget that you know that's what the beauty about podcasts like this the sharing of this information that we all know we're just remembering now right it will come back 
it will come back and we'll say, gosh, wasn't there that podcast one time they were talking about? And somebody will use this. You know, people will reconnect with this because they hear this in some moment in their life and they'll make the connection. That's a lot of what remembering and receptivity is. We're becoming more receptive to remember. And yep. when you can be breathing in the receptivity and breathing in the remembrance, you're not in that sea of vibrational soup. You're not feeling like you're drowning in that interdimensional stress, right? You have things that you can go to. And even if people don't remember anything we're saying, and they just say, I know they were talking about breathing. So even if you just have this conscious awareness of, I'm just going to get still for a minute and I'm just going to listen to my breathing, right? Somebody else that I've podcasted with before, Paul Panzika, he was, he mentioned something in some conversation I've had with him and I hadn't thought about it in a long time, but sometimes you can get still enough where you can hear the pulse in your ears, right? Yeah. You can feel the pulse in your ears. And, and I felt that I've gotten still enough in the last few weeks because I've been in some practices of needing to really listen to spirit because I felt some choice points in my own life. And I've gotten still enough. And I thought, as soon as I heard that pulsing, I was like, Paul, Paul was talking about <laughs> pulsing, right? Paul has some amazing insights for us too. Right, yeah. he does have some amazing insights and that's how we help each other remember, you know? And so between the pulsing in my ears, it just, I definitely, when I, when I was in that space, I knew I was in that place of receptivity that if I was hearing that, I was in a deep, deeper place of inner listening. And yes. when people can breathe the way you're describing, Jonathan, and these practices, you know, it's, it's just, they can enter this frequency that we're both in right now, whenever they want, they can remember with us because we're in the frequency of it right now in this exchange. And that invites other people to join the timeline with us to remember and to be receptive to the remembrance. Even if two seconds ago, you were irate, you were angry, you were totally stressed out. You know what, just pausing for just a second and say, you know what, I'm so angry. But if you can, in that moment, just give yourself permission, I'm going to take a breath, then yeah. I'm going to take another one. And you might be still really pissed off, but you are consciously choosing a breath instead of something else, right? All of a sudden, you're going to feel like that divine medicine is flowing through you. That divine prana is flowing through you and settling you out to see a different level of perception than where you were just, you know, where you yeah. were yeah. vibrationally. Yeah. And it's, yeah. It, is, it is that easy. It is that easy. And it is something that you do have to practice because it doesn't happen instantaneously, but things are quicker than even when you and I discovered some of these things. And so... I think intention is more powerful than it was when you and I were discovering some of these things, right? Yeah, yeah, we're, we're in the grand quickening is what I, what I call it, the grand quickening. It's a, an acceleration unlike we've ever felt or seen before. Um, and it's great to have these practices to, to ground ourselves, to connect. And uh, you spoke, the, the word medicine is so profound. And, and the green flame comes to mind right away when you say medicine, because mm -hmm. when you work with the green flame, you're working with uh, medicinal masters, you know, um, Archangel Raphael, Mother Mary, you're working with Master Hilarion. And whenever I work with the green flame and call that energy in, I, I always have just these tears streaming down my eyes. And it's just a connection that you 
that you feel when you when you show up and you use that these techniques every day and you just, you let you let them come out you let them flow because it's like these emotional this emotional baggage that you hold that when when you work with these masters they, they release it so gently from you and it's just you may not see them you may not even feel but there's there's always a release when you connect with this you know with these ascended masters of the green flame the healing and manifestation yeah and you know it is so beautiful so beautiful all that you just expressed in that green flame that energy and letting it flow letting things we we've we've repressed so much not just this lifetime but we have an accumulation of of many repressed fears and beliefs in lack and scarcity and struggle when you breathe in this way and you connect with those green frequencies and those masters of this healing medicine right it's amazing that we can go from feeling underwater like drowning in all those energies and those emotions right that energy of water keeps coming in and there's that noah's ark right there's the outer arc the ark and there's an inner arc ark as well as the arc you know this vibrational arc of change that we're on and um and i it's also important to remember in these times if anybody's experiencing that feeling like they're kind of drowning in some of these emotions and and the tools and things that they use to push that tamp that back down we're naturally buoyant beings and so i think the energies and the emotions that make us feel like we're just treading water or we're drowning a little bit in this vibrational soup right now and all the chaos and confusion as um as this ascension process continues to unfold remember that you're a buoyant being Sure. And part of what makes you so buoyant in the water is breathing, right? Like these flotation devices, right? <laughs> is when we fill with this prana, we're even more buoyant in these times. We become our own arc. We literally are the arcs of these experiences, which is why I think the Noah messages are coming because Noah is coming through to say, you're going to do the great works that I did, right? You are the arc right? And then when you build the arc in a way with these vibrational tools, that's another way to um, cultivate and nourish your natural buoyant state. Yeah. And, yeah. and all these things tie back into just giving yourself permission, having a willingness to allow yourself this experience. And if you can become aware of the anger that's about to erupt inside you, and instead of judging it or totally indulging it, if you can just take a breath and witness it for just a few moments, the witnessing gives you time to say, I see this anger and I see this like volcanic eruption that's about to come out of me that normally I either suppress or I indulge one or the other in the duality. But there's a third option, right? And a third option is a divine breath. And a third option in that divine breath, you're filling your flotation device. You are actually allowing your divine buoyancy to come through and create a different pathway of choices and experiences in that moment, in that moment. And it's so, so- That, is, ma that is major, that what you said about really taking that five seconds, taking that, that step and, and seeing it I think it's so important right now at these times with the grand quickening and how things are speeding up. The mind tends to make decisions very quickly. 
So if we can, you know, consult the heart first, really take that five seconds to, to weigh our options and not make that, you know, spontaneous Impulsive. decision. Yeah. yeah. It's so important right now, I think at, at these times and, um, yeah, water, water and healing. Are totally the main themes of, of what needs to be seen at this time and what needs to be felt. Um, I feel like there's an outpouring of energy that's here for the healing of humanity. And to be receptive, be receptive of it, we allow it to, uh, to work within us. And I thought about, you know, as a child, I was never able to float when I tried to like float on a pool, right? Because oh. I was because I was resisting. I, I wasn't allowing myself to surrender to the water, that buoyancy. Right. I, I would. It's the resistance that causes us to sink. Right. It's the surrender that causes us to float. So that that metaphor came through for me as you were speaking about that. Right. And that brings in, and I think we talked about receptivity. We've mentioned a number of things today, but that brings in faith, yeah. you know, the surrender and, and faith go hand in hand. I mean, they're, they're, they're partners of, of this entire, of that process. And I think when we do, and, and, and as a child, I don't know if you had memory of being afraid of water or, or just not being able to let go, but whatever that is, it's amazing that, gosh, wouldn't what a different world it would be if we were taught as children that we are naturally buoyant yeah. and that there are these spiritual practices that help us, you know, nurture and maintain that buoyancy that we already are. And, and the fear is the anomaly, the lack of surrendering or the rigidity or the tightening or the resisting. Those things are what we are not. But in this world, because there is kind of these bands of energy in the collective consciousness, the collective has believed that fear guides our life, right? The fear is our compass and that therefore our egos are our compass. But it's amazing when we see the upside down world and you know inside out world for what it's been. And we say, oh, I just have to reset to, to my divine system, my divinity codes that were always there. Um, but somewhere along the way, we all allowed this inversion into separation consciousness. And so faith is such an, another key element. Um, and faith doesn't have to have, for a lot of people, faith and religion go together. And so some people have religion to hearing the word faith. However you understand the word faith, it's an energy. It doesn't even have to be that word, right? But yeah. faith, when you're talking the five, 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 faith and heart, you know, that's a, yes. another five letter yeah. word that goes together. So, you know, if we can make peace with the words that have in some ways been distorted in our realm, in our experiences and used in some ways to control us or enslave us in some way. You know, faith in its divine form is freedom. And I think the yeah. guides even say, said that, you know, they've, they've said that, that faith is freedom. Union, is union five letters? Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah, it is. So here, here the energy of five is coming in. It's so interesting, <laughs> right? Um, and may we walk through a, 
555 portal, May 5th, 2021 is a 555 portal. Wow. And, and these, these portals, uh, I, I love numerology. Yeah. But th these portals, we can walk through at any time. Like if people tap into this transmission, this podcast, they could, you know, open to that portal, the 555 portal by doing that divine victory fiat and aligning with that energy. But yeah, five, the power of fives right now. Right, definitely coming through into our water, consciousness, right? Water and five. Water. Right, water, yeah. exactly. Isn't that amazing? Like this is real time happening. And that soul recognition, you know what we're having is we're having the remembrance codes. These, this is just remembering, allowing the emotions to flow through, allowing the truth. Isn't that another five letter word? Mm -hmm. Right, right. Here we are just allowing this to flow through and we can be re resistant to five or we can be resistant to these concepts or we can just say, I'm going to allow myself to bathe. Bathe yeah. is also five letters, right? Bathe, <laughs> yeah, bathe in, in green, five, bathe right? in green, water, okay. truth. Truth, right? <laughs> we're, we're, we're totally in the flow of that five, five, five portal. And like you said, these some of these, of course, on that day, it was especially like pregnant with energy. It was it was really rich with that energy. But we yeah. can tap into that five, five, five portal anytime. And clearly, it's walking with us in this conversation. Uh -huh. And anybody who's listening to it is probably summoned into the gifts of the five, five, five portal. And, and also having the ability, the, the conscious lenses to recognize it as it's happening of like, instead of, you know what I know, and you probably know this um, with people in your life. And I was probably somebody who spoke this way until I was aware of it because awareness creates change. People would say, oh, that's weird. Weird is another five letter word. So is, aw so is aware. Aware, right? And see, and there, there brings in the alchemy is that if, if we say, oh, that's so strange. Like I just thought of this person and then I, I saw them at the store. Like, that's so weird. People write off, you know, they have so many ways. The ego has trained us to dismiss these kinds of connections because those connections would draw us into a greater faith and trust and awareness, right? And that's where the ego feels less skilled. That's not the ego's skill set. It's the heart's skill set, mm -hmm. right? And so the ego wants to keep us in the skills that it has, which is avoidance, <laughs> resistance, huh. control, manipulation, you know, these kind of distorted lenses way of behaving. And it doesn't like when it, it gets into realms that it doesn't know anything yeah. about. The, the ego doesn't know about awareness, which is why people meditate right? You have to go around the ego to access these higher states of consciousness. But the ego doesn't know if we can do this, aligning us with the breath, with the tongue and those bridges inside ourselves. The, the ego doesn't even have to think about it. If we can go into these spiritual practices, the ego will begin to receive what it needs. The ego needs reception. It needs this nurturing and it might yeah. realize, oh my gosh, I didn't have to know any of those things. The heart was going to lead the whole time. And it's going to, it's like, there's this feeling of if it would admit it, this relief that I don't have to be all things to everyone in this world in you know, all the hard work that we do, 
And that's why like spirit and the heart, it's so easy. Like if we let go to it, faith is easy. It's not hard. It's the ego that's hard. Yeah. And and it's that that alignment with, with the tongue and the breath, the alignment with numerology. When you take the five times five times five, if you were to multiply it out, that's 125. Right. Take those take those numbers and add them up individually, you get an eight. Mm. And that's the infinity. So when you're talking about alignment and flow, you're talking about wow. from your heart up to your, your, your mind, down again, mm. you're creating an infinity spiral. It's, it's a connection. And in this fiat, uh, I don't know if you can see yes, it. You, yes. can, you, can see the, you can see the eight in the oh, heart nice. symbol that I made because there is a connection between the eight the heart and the mind and the divine so and we're weaving back together things that were once completely separated and struggling and suffering it is the weaving and if you just pay into that weaving just a little bit it really does help us in these times where there's so much information like however people get their sources of information but there's so much energetic information there's so much awakening information that's happening beyond even the ego's ability to perceive it it's happening at a vibrational level and so for anyone that's feeling overwhelmed or that things are pretty chaotic or that we're reaching a crescendo moment or we're at that precipice you know that interdimensional stress we can just go to the ease of these very simple practices. And you have many, and we've mentioned this fast system. We may have to come back and do that another time just (laughs) because I I wanna have you have the time. Is there anything that you might wanna say that? I don't know, do you feel like it's more appropriate for a whole other podcast to delve deeper into that? Or is there something to share? Yeah, I I feel like um, it could probably take up a whole nother podcast to, to run through the alchemical, uh, the eight steps that I that I outline in the alchemical process. It's all eight pyramids of presence, eight steps in the alchemical process. When we align with these tools of truth and we combine, like I take these tools of truth that come to me and I translate them into very simple practices that people can put in their day-to-day life. Two minutes in the morning, you do it every day. Pretty soon you're, you're doing it in the car on the way to work. You're, you're aligning. You know, you're, you're walking with these practices. I, I make them very simple. Um, yeah, I say next time we run through it. But really quickly, the, the FAST system is an acronym for Flame Activating Systems Transfiguration. Wow. And you could take the word transfiguration and just use transformation. They, they're the same, really. So you're working with the sacred flames, flame activating you're using your your attention and intention to activate these sacred energies systems your your chakra systems your energetic vortices of of light energy that connect you multi-dimension your multi-dimensionality your i am presence um, and transformation or transfiguration you're working with the energy intentionally to transform yourself from the inside out you're you're completely transforming yourself as a butterfly would or you know exactly it's so every each one of those words had so much power and we started also by 
uh, talking about the solar plexus you felt coming in. Our power is returning. Any fear that we have is, is a re-experiencing of the lack of power the ego truly feels, that linear mind anyway, that it feels. But the yeah. solar plexus naturally emits frequencies of our power if we can allow a greater flow and clear some of those chakras out. And I, I definitely want to have you back to talk specifically. That will be the one time <laughs> to devote just to that. Yeah. And, um, because people are seeking these tools in these times. And not everybody has the gift of creating these parcels, these eight, um, you know, messages and uh, of of medicine, basically what you're talking about, right? These eight awarenesses, um, you know, the system yeah. of healing. Yeah. Next time we'll, we'll walk through step by step the the eight uh, yeah. processes, and um, yeah. we'll do we'll do it in the form of a meditation. So we'll, we'll delve in and we'll invite people to sit with us and we'll we'll walk through it together mm, i would love that and i know that a lot of people would love that too and 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 um all of us having tools and resources to go to when when things are just out of alignment when we're feeling that pressure and that stress because i think that we're going to feel more of that in june 2021 and 20 if 2020 as the guides have said was the year of the ultimate year of clear soul sight 2021 the guides have set, seated at least in me that this is a year of the heart of one we're bringing things back into oneness but that means that everything that's been living outside the light everything that's been living outside the oneness that's been living in fear and separation and resistance they're not pleasant feelings and and because there's nowhere for them to go but into integration or release or alchemical you know yeah. transformation where we completely release them that means they're coming up more and more in our awareness and our yeah. con our consciousness. And, and that means that this is a time in 2021 that people are aware that they're more and more uncomfortable. I think we're more and more uncomfortable with the way we may have been living individually, but certainly we are as a collectively. And that discomfort is what's, it's the door opener, right? It's the gateway to receptivity. The discomfort is leading to a greater yeah. expansion of receptivity of opening to all of these things. So it, it was I, for me, it was for me in a major way. Yeah. Right. Discomfort is, can be the greatest teacher, one of the greatest teachers, right. That's a catalyst for change. And, and to not, and to not be ashamed of your discomfort. Don't be ashamed of right? any ailment you may have or difficulty you're walking through. Uh, don't, don't be ashamed and, and, and open up to us. I'm available. Yes. Marie, I'm sure you're, you're available. Yes. Of course. Right. But to reach out if you need if you need uh, guidance or assistance to walk through this process. That's exactly right. Well, maybe that's a good note to round out on this. Number one, we'll have you back to talk about the fast system of healing. I'm excited. Yep. I'm excited, <laughs> too. Um, and number two, can you just tell us again where people can reach you? And I'll make sure to put that in the description section to, as well. Yeah. So it's alchemicalaccelerations.com. You could write me a message through there. Or you could send me a message at jwalchemical at gmail.com. Perfect. Yep. Perfect. And if you want the Divine Victory Fiat, I'll send you over the PDF and you can have it to uh, practice. That's great. It helps to have all these tools in different sensorial ways, right? Being able to read it from a PDF, yeah. hearing it in the podcast, right? 
all of these. We're activating all of our, you know, higher senses now and inviting them to work together. So, and then that equation plus support, right? If people need that, plus, you know, learning these tools of witnessing things. And if we could realize the things we're seeing in ourselves that may not be pleasant or may be uncomfortable, they're actually also companions in the journey that are gifts for you to alchemize into strengths. They're actually just inverted strengths, whatever that is, right? It's inverted, it's wisdom, right? It's, it's all these beautiful things, but we just haven't had the lenses to see them. And sometimes we need a coach or somebody to walk with us for a time in our journey to help us see a little deeper or see differently than what we've been locked into with these smaller mm -hmm. lenses, so. Yeah. So I'm grateful for the work, the healing work that you do. And please, if anybody's interested, reach out to Jonathan through his website and I'll, I'll make that really easy in the video when, by the time this publishes um, and also in the description section. And, and for me, you can reach out uh, for to me through Whole Soul Mastery. You can also visit me at FrequencyWriter.com. Both places will have a contact page where you can reach out to me for some of this work. And I just, I want to send blessings to all of us. We are all going through this. No one is immune to this level of change. We are all these dragonflies having to untangle and unfurl wings that we simply haven't engaged, engaged and known how powerful we truly are. Yet we're remembering in every moment and every day and every moment, no matter what's happening, is an opportunity to recover your inner strength, to recover your inner faith, and this through this process of alchemy and awareness. So I, for one, am gonna take the energy of the 555 with me into my day and, and witness how many times these uh, five letter words or the energy of five wants to continue to show up uh, for me because that clearly seems to be a message. And, um, and I wanna thank you for joining me, Jonathan. Thank you so much, yeah. Thank you, all right. And blessings to everybody, we'll see you next time. Blessings. Namaste.